the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life? And live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle's all about. It sure is. And just a reminder, if anybody wants to meet us at Caliente, Florida, we will be there over Easter weekend, and that's April 14th to 16th. We'll be broadcasting a show right from the resort. A whole bunch of shows yes. are going to be broadcasting, and we have our friends from Alice Children's and Doc Johnson that are going to be down there with us. Yay, I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, after that, in July, on July 5th to 9th, we're going to be going to Naughty in New Orleans with our Vanilla Twist Travel Group. And if you want to join us, just go to our website and uh, send us your email and we'll give you all the information that you need. We're going to be doing some couples workshops and, of course, lots and lots of partying. We love to party. We do. So just go to our events page. You'll see all the information right there. So today we have a very special guest with us, Dr. Sandra Lamorghese. She's the author of her book, Switch, Time for a Change, which is a memoir of her journey from holistic practitioner to professional dominatrix at age 55. Oh, my God. What a story she has. And she's going to uh, get into a whole bunch of other stuff um, where she, you know, started everything all over again at 55. So, you know, I've always wanted to know, you know, is your sex life ready for transformation? Are you looking for that sexual revolution or simply more frequent sex, attitude, and great communication can all make the difference. Remember, and we're going to talk to Sandra about it, that it's never too late to start again. And if you're wondering how to affect positive change in your sex life, stay with us because you don't want to miss what Sandra has to say. And on our last show with Jackie and John Melfi, we talked about swinging clubs. They have three of them. Exactly. Colette's clubs. Right. And on our show, our giveaway was the iVibe Select iPlay Vibrator. You play? From Doc Johnson. And we're excited to announce that Nancy and Bob are the lucky winners of the iVibe. Yeah, congratulations, guys. We love giving stuff away. And, you know, we have another great giveaway this week. So stay tuned to the end of the show during our Great Sex Matters segment, and we'll give you all the details. So on today's show, it's never too late to start again. And it never is. (laughs) You know, at any age or any stage of your relationship, we can always learn new things. Every day. Every day we should always. Share new ideas. Yep. And just take your current status to the next level. Yeah. And, you know, if you're out there and you're committed to learning new things, it makes 
your relationship and your your um, partner and your sex life so much better because both of you are on the same page and you're committed to to making that change. And you know, most people don't like change. No, they do not. Whether Ever. it be work or or sports or whatever, change is hard. And it's just easier to keep that same old, same old. But oh. that's a problem, right? Because it keeping is. that status quo could be really detrimental to your relationship. Yeah, that's stasis equals death. I mean, it, it's going to kill a good relationship and it's going to, you know, probably end in divorce. So, so communication is critical. Yeah, we sure. always have to communicate. We talk about it all the time. But we don't want to be talking about that mundane crap every day. No, and let, let, let's, let's explain a little bit, okay. you know. Communicating with your partner is not every day saying, how did you sleep tonight? What did you have for lunch? You know, how are the guys at work? It's, it's just not that. You have to have engaging conversations and communication. But if you make it interesting, you, you create that passion in your relationship, and that's the goal, right? You want some passion. That's what spices things up. It is, and those boring conversations, if you have them every day, you both end up not listening to each other, and then you get into that horrible rut so yes you have to create that excitement and that passion so talk about your dreams oh think about what you might be doing on your next vacation oh like one of my dreams about yes. going into space and fucking you oh yes i know that in zero gra- gravity you love that i gotta talk to elon you know <laughs> or whether you have a dream home that you could talk about or what you would do with a million dollars i know what i would do with a million dollars I call Elon Musk oh, and say, yes, ask him oh, if yes, we can go okay, into space yes. and we can fuck. Yeah, okay, okay. That's your dream. I and if we couldn't fuck, it. at least I'd eat your pussy. Okay, fine. So the create, the, to create that excitement in your relationship, you have to commit to doing new things together, Absolutely. trying something new. Yeah. You know, it could just be like camping in the wilderness. Or a five-star hotel. Okay. It could be maybe horseback riding on the beach. Or you on the beach with the water lapping up all over you and two guys fucking you. Well, all of those things are fun. That's are. how you create passion Absolutely. in your relationship. And you have to start by making those changes. But ultimately... You need to talk about your sex lives because it's great to have the passion, but you need to communicate about your sex. And it's not about, honey, I want to have sex or honey, I want to fuck you. It's not about... It's not just about that. About doing the sex. It's about the type of sex, the good things, the bad things, what you like, what you don't like. What you might want to try, what you haven't done so far. Absolutely. That's all the things that you need to talk about. What you... uh, Exploring all your options. And maybe it's just a little bit of dirty talk you want, but you have to ask for it. I love when you talk dirty. (laughs) And there's some things that you say, even though our show is uncensored, that we can't even talk about on the air. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But it's taking those baby steps and compromise. Sometimes that's what it takes. For sure. You know, we really have to share those things and share your fantasies, but it doesn't have to be all or none. It doesn't. It doesn't. And, you know, whether it be threesomes or foursomes or moresomes and whether you want to do it or I want to do it, we have to be on the same page. We talk about it and then we go make it happen. Yeah. And once you've established what your limits are and you might want to play out those fantasies, it's all about having fun. Oh, you got to have fun. I mean, there are certain things that we've tried that didn't necessarily work <laughs> out. And, we'll, you know, we won't talk about the other side of the coin, no pun intended. Okay. But, you know, when you try new things, you're, you're newbies and it doesn't always work. So don't give up. Try it again. Mm-hmm. Have some fun. Laugh about it. And, and if it doesn't work this time, just say, okay, maybe we'll try it again another time. Right. Don't always exactly. say Exactly. Yeah. So even though some people are not comfortable with change, yeah. and sometimes change is absolutely necessary, so for those couples who are not currently talking about their sex lives, it's a critical change that you they must face. You need to talk about sex. Find a way. 
express your needs and your wants in the bedroom. You do. And what do you say? Relationships begin and end and end in the bedroom. So talk about sex. Exactly. It, your relationship depends on it. And don't don't sit down and have that, okay, honey, I want to talk to you and let's have this discussion about sex. Set the mood with some candles, mm-hmm. some massage mm-hmm. oil, mm-hmm. some nice music. Mm-hmm. Um, and just sharing your fantasies. And, it, and it's great if you read something online, on social media, in a newspaper. That's a great segue to open up the conversation about, honey, I saw this today. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. So when it comes to making changes, today's guest knows from experience that it's never too late to start again. Oh, my gosh. We, I can't even wait to get her on the line. Dr. Sandra Lamarghese is the CEO of Attainment Studios and is an expert in personal and professional reinvention, mm-hmm. authentic living, communication, and holistic health, mind, body, and spirit. Her recent book, Switch, Time for a Change, is a memoir of her journey from a holistic pr- practitioner to a professional dominatrix. And she did it at the age of 55 after losing absolutely everything And her passion and purpose now is to empower others towards healthy, authentic living. Dr. Sandra Lamorghese, welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I just love listening to to the two of you. I'm really getting psyched and such great information and your energy and your positivity is so um, contagious. Oh, you thank know, you. And, and we live the positive life. We follow the book, The Secret, and we believe when you put out positive mm-hmm. energy, it comes back and it, it makes your life so much more uh, full, fulfilling. Now, you have. I mean, honestly, I live the same sort of, you know, the same philosophy in my life. You know, we attract the same set t- type of energy that we're putting out. So be careful, right. especially when your sex life, because if you're having <laughs> negative feelings about your sexuality or how you feel about yourself or your partner, you're putting that out there into yeah, the universe. Exactly. So you really want to feel good about mm-hmm. your sexuality and who you are and your partner and your partners. Yeah. And, you know, a few years ago, I think about five years ago, you had a little bit of a negative experience in it, but it turned around positive because of all your energy. Do you want to share that with us? Yeah, I mean, it was um, very sudden. I had an award-winning wellness practice in New Jersey, and, you know, it's more details in the book, of course, but (laughs) very suddenly, within just a few weeks, I lost my practice. Wow. And it was, you know, it was like the rug had been pulled out from under me, and Mm -hmm. I went into shock at first, and honestly, with all my experience, I'd been in the wellness field for 20 years, or more, and I could not get a job. No one would hire me. And and the only thing I could understand was the ageism. You know, I was 55 years old, and I really felt like I was really, um, had this prejudice against me because of my age, because I had experience, I was educated. I just, I couldn't understand it. I could not get a job at Whole Foods. Wow, Wow. and you're so beautiful on top of that. Yeah, Thank you. And I have a graduate degree in holistic nutrition. Mm -hmm. And I I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't get a job at a house. I mean, really, no one would, all the doors closed. Everyone just scattered. And at the time, I had been doing some studying for the energy work, right? I was learning how to transmute 
transmute um, sexual energy. I was studying um, female sexual empowerment. I was doing my certification in Tantra work um, and really studying Tantric sex and how that whole, you know, ancient practice was is such a loving, beautiful intimacy so, like BDSM um, and the types of work that you do, you know, and the lifestyles that you lead. Right. And I don't know, I guess I was just putting that energy out there. And my girlfriend said to me, just jokingly, you know, said to me, well, what are you going to do, you know? And I looked back at her and I just had this thought come into my head and it came out of nowhere. And I just looked at her and I said, is it illegal to be a dominatrix? <laughs> and she was said, a, I don't think so. So the first thing I said was, fuck this, you know, are you out of your mind? I mean, that was, I don't know where that thought came from, but this is crazy. And the more I thought about it, the more I was curious, and I just was just curious about it. And I thought, wouldn't this be just an amazing experience um, that that I could pull off? Like, no one would hire me. I'm 55 when they tell women that they're, they're over the hill and you're not sexy anymore and you know, all this negativity around aging and women. And I just thought that, and my own limited perspective of, like, being dominant and being forceful and owning it. And I so, so you actually took, would really actually, empower me. Right. So you actually took control, literally, not only of your life, but of other people's lives as well. So we're just going to ask you to hang on for a second. We have a short pause we're going to take. And when we come back, we're going to continue chatting with Dr. Sandra Lamorghese about uh, her getting into becoming a dominatrix, uh, what the profession involves, and a little bit more about um, everything related to it. And uh, she probably has a nice story to tell us about what happened when uh, Mr. Trump got uh, elected president. So um, stay right there, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurship? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you trying to discover how to thrive in business and follow your purpose? Tune in to Entrepreneur Enlightenment with host Irina Benedict. You will learn how to combine practical business strategies with spirituality so you can grow your business with ease. If you've been searching for purpose, for freedom, for fulfillment, tune in to get your questions answered. Listen live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You 
are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David, and today we're talking about making those big changes in your life, and we know that most people are resistant to change, but Dr. Sandra made a drastic change in her life at age 55. She became a dominatrix and then wrote a book about her experience. It's called Switch, Time for a Change. So we're back with Sandra now, and you know, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, what you learned, what what things you had to learn to become a dominatrix, and you know, what does the profession involve? Well, I have to tell you, I, I I really didn't have any experience when I went into this, but I did have my tantra background. Okay. So I understood that I didn't connect the two, but they're very very similar, if not exactly the same, as far as. Um, communication, and being connected with your partner. And all the stuff that you talked about in the beginning of the show about how important it is to, to connect on that level. And I, it was crazy. I mean, I just went into, I, I lied my way into the dungeon. You know, they, it, took me three weeks, it took me three weeks to convince them to give me an interview. And I just kept, you know, I actually went onto the internet. Let me step back a little bit. I went onto the internet and I t- I googled in how to be a dominatrix in New York City. Okay. And I found a blog where a girl wrote um, a story about how she went into this dungeon in Manhattan and she only lasted one day because of the psychological and physiological torture. And then thirty seconds later, I called them for a job. <laughs> Very cool. Now and being a do- being a dominatrix, do you, like, touch your uh, customers' cocks? Do you play with them? Um, wh- what do you do? Well, you're dominating them. And sometimes it's physical and sometimes it's mental. Or sometimes it's both. Typically it's both. Um, so we do touch them. We touch them. They are not allowed to touch us unless we give oh. them permission. Okay. Some sort of like foot worship or leg worship. Some doms do breast worship, ass worship. There's you know, there's you can worship every body part. There's a fetish for it. So typically, they don't really touch us unless it's some it's talked about in the, you know the consultation. But we're yeah, we're touching them. We're beating them. We're touching them. We could grab them by the cock and lead them around and stretch their balls or like any kind <laughs> of like fun torture that we can think of, really. <laughs> Now, who exactly taught you how to be a dominatrix? I know you went to the dungeon, and th- what happened after that? How did you actually l- figure it out? Well, I went into the dungeon. I had my interview. It went great. I was so psyched. I mean, honestly, it was like Warner Brothers set, you know, <laughs> yeah. like each room. I was like, oh, my God, I get to play in here, and I'm going to get paid for it. This is going to be great. I didn't really, I mean, I didn't have any idea if anyone would even want to session with me because I was still in that mode that, you had to be young and skinny and beautiful for someone to be attracted to you, but I was completely wrong. Um, so I went in. I had to change all. I had to change my views of what sexy and beautiful was, you know, especially with aging. And you know, you 
believe what you hear. You know, if someone's constantly telling you you're beautiful and you're like you start, that starts to seep in. Like if someone tells you you're not, right? You know, but you are beautiful. The mind by the way. works. Thank you. And I just went in and sat down in the in the ladies' lounge and the mistress' lounge and uh, just started begging people to show me things. Very uh-huh. cool. Now, okay. no, the, no, the manager refused to train me. She said, "Just go in there and see if someone will help you." And I just went in and just pleaded with them. Like you somebody, figured it out, obviously. Someone help me. Yeah, and huh. I just learned as I went. Huh. Now, ex- explain to me: is the the goal of a dominatrix to actually um, get their customer to orgasm to come? Um, is it is it um, Preventing them from coming, do you control that that part of the sexual experience? Yes, we are controlling that that type of sexual experience. So we can, and typically at the end, if when the client, if you know, we give them permission to masturbate um, to come, uh-huh. it's really to please us. Like it's a form of submission, mm. and sometimes and you, it's humiliation. And do you ever have a, a do you ever have a female customer? Um, I don't really typically session. I've sessioned with couples, which I love. I love sessioning with couples. But I don't have any female clients. There's usually, I mean, I hate to stereotype women, but women are more emotional. And mostly all the doms that I've spoke with that have female clients, the females get a little bit too attached. Uh Men have this sort of mechanism where they can disconnect in that way if that makes sense yeah absolutely I just have a question so when the man comes in and he says to you what he wants you to do or you kind of make it up as you go along does he ask for something or do you just give him whatever you feel is right for him yeah there's a consultation there's a consultation just like like you were saying in the beginning there's this communication that goes back and forth like they'll approach us and if I if they say something that might interest me I might email them back Okay. Mm, so it's uh, you know it goes back and forth, you know, with communication. So they tell me what they want. I tell them what I'm willing to do. I got okay. it. Okay. Now, now, when you're in your session with your your client and you're mm. doing what you want or what they want, do you get turned on? Does your pussy get wet? Do you do you get the sexual excitement going within you? Um, it depends on the session, but definitely there's um, sexual hormones are actually are, are being <laughs> are, released. You know, yeah, activated. And it must be a pleasure. So Was it a pleasure point for you as well? You mean having an orgasm or something? No, I meant are you getting those pleasure hormones released while you're being a dominatrix? Oh, so is it yes, something that satisfies absolutely. you? Absolutely. We. Okay. I am definitely getting. Um, aroused. I am. Right, yeah, okay. I mean, my sexual hormones are being turned on. My dopamine, my serotonin, all, of, all the same as the client. If you're, I mean, it doesn't have. And are you still a dominatrix today? Have, yes, I still. You're do still it. doing that today. Mm-hmm. Yes, at sixty. Yeah, no, we. We asked the question because, you know, Carol um, is a squirter and, you know, sometimes we're just getting dressed to go to a party and she just touches her clit and she squirts all over the place. So we were wondering if that type of sensation you were talking about, the the chemicals in our our brain, which makes us aroused and and, uh, excited, Mm -hmm. um, if you if you do get that as well. Um, I definitely I mean, I'm. 
I don't squirt. That's that kind of thing. But there's definitely an arousal. There's and there's definitely a high, like right. a natural high from the dopamine and serotonin. Um, but there is definitely an arousal. There's an arousal. There, I mean, you can't. I mean, if people, you know, I've heard massage therapists, you know, they get aroused when they massage people. I mean, that's just normal. You can't have that kind of contact with people and not have it affect you. You can't, you can't yeah. be turned off. And that's the whole beauty of this because I'm actually embracing that side of my sexuality. Awesome. Because we love I'm not it. having sex. Sure. I'm not having sex. So now sex. you wrote... Uh, so you wrote a book about your memoirs of all of this change that happened, and I know you had mm-hmm. a very fun and unique book launch. Maybe you can share some of that experience with us. Yeah, I started doing some, I started getting really brave and, <laughs> you know, went to a couple of nude events. Uh-huh. And I went, to the, I went to a nude beach the first time at 59 years old. All right. And I... I just loved it. I just loved it. I never thought I would ever allow myself to be so vulnerable to, to go to a nude beach, but I really, I went and I just loved it. So I, and then I tried a couple of different things, body painting and nude mm-hmm. body painting in New York city. And yeah. I was just really exploring my sexuality and expressing my natural state of nudity. And when I did the book launch party, I decided to have an all nude book launch party. To Excellent. embrace sexuality and wow. um, human bodies, and it was just really, really cool. Well, the first, yeah. well, it didn't start there. I actually had my book launch scheduled for a well at a wellness expo up in Boston, and I got banned from Boston when they saw my book cover. <laughs> you know, they're when not they even allowed swingers cover, clubs in, Bo- in Massachusetts. Yeah, they they told me I couldn't come. They told me oh, I could boy. not do my book launch. I was scheduled to be a speaker and everything. <laughs> wow. And but so you did it in New York it, City so in I, the I end. Can't, I turned a negative experience. And I said, what can, what can I do to make this a positive experience? Like, right. you know, I was heartbroken and I had all these plans and then it got pulled out from under me. And I said, well, how can I turn this around? And I said, you know what? I'm going to embrace sexuality. I'm going to embrace our beauty, our natural bodies and our beauty, and I'm going to have an all-nude book launch party, and we had it at Bolden Naked Yoga in Manhattan. Very cool. And we had Joey Kim um, entertained, and I did public speaking nude. Oh, my God. Could you just imagine? (laughs) 60 years old, I'm up there, and being a public speaker nude, I just would have never thought that when I was doing my communication studies at Montclair State University. (laughs) No kidding. Exactly. So listen, what about those lessons that you learned during your whole change from the disaster that you got yourself out of because of your positiveness? What real lessons can you share that you've learned during your whole experience? Yeah, just give us a couple of them. Yeah, I I think that the one at the top on the list is not to be judgmental against Uh myself or other people or situations because we don't know the outcome. Like just be, you know... I got banned in Boston. I had this beautiful new book launch party. I got my my wellness practice pulled out from under me, and I get into this amazing career. And so I don't judge situations. I don't judge. I just let ride it out. I let it ride. Like let's see what let's see what will happen. Like maybe that's a lesson that God and the universe is giving me to guide me in the right direction. And that, and so I get this beautiful like lesson then not and then it, it then it, it 
appears to me that there is no good or bad. It just yeah. is. So what, we what judge kind of, things um, from being good or bad. What prompted you to write your memoirs? Did you want to share all these things? Yeah, I, I wanted to share all these things. I wanted to show. I wanted to show people like my experience and how I went from switch from like this vanilla, really vanilla person to being completely on the other end of the scale and how beautiful it was over there. So, so being coming from the vanilla side or the muggle side for those people who follow Harry Potter, after you became a dominatrix, did your sex life improve? Did you have better orgasms? Do you have multiple partners? Like, like how did that change in your life? Well, my sex life changed because in a way that I became more experimental. Mm-hmm. And I started to value my partner's um, fantasies and desires and not judge them. So then my sex life just got, had to be getting better. Mm-hmm. You know, just for the and fact that I did was you, being, I was more open to experimentation because I, I had more experience on a professional level. Right. So you actually came up with these fantasies and some of them you lived out with your partner or you spoke about them. And, you know, um, we're going to get into fantasies in, in a little bit. But, you know, just explain a little bit, you know, one of your fantasies that you you actually wanted to do and you spoke about it with your, your partner. And how did it come about? Well, my my partner at the time had a big fantasy, um, you know, had a cuckold fetish. He really wanted to watch me with other men or me to be with other men. And, you know, of course, my the old me would have thought, he doesn't love me. He must not love me if he would rather, if he would, you know, want to see me with someone else. But the new me was like, wow, he must really love me. That he wants to share this with me. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so nice. And trust me. Yeah, so, that's a really so great thought. Of, it was just like, it just completely changed at my views. More like empathy. Like, how does my partner feel? What is the, my partner's perspective? Yeah, you that's know, awesome. Like, how, he is allowing himself to be so vulnerable and, and opening up to me. Like, he trusts me. Like, so, I, you know, I started getting more experimental and doing things. And, and honestly, it didn't get to the point where, you know, we're not together anymore, not for any reason like this. But, um, but I didn't say no. And So you learned a lot about yourself. Yeah, I didn't say no. I said, let's see where we can go. Let's see where both of our comfort zones are. And we'll try and push them a little bit. That compromise. So where, yeah. you know, we can actually not go all the way to the end of the spectrum. Let's start gradually getting there. That's great. You know, so listen, we're just going to have to take a, we're just going to stop for a short break here. When we come up next, it's going to be the sexy myth-busting game, and we've got Sandra Lamorghese on the line. And remember to go to our website, carolindavid.com. Enter for your chance to win this week's prize from Doc Johnson. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. We've been talking with Dr. Sandra Lamarghese about her life-changing experience becoming a dominatrix at 55. Right. Now, I just got to tell everybody, I'm sitting here again this week, and Carol's sitting in this beautiful, sexy, pink lingerie. Her tits are just so spectacular. They're a little hard tonight, baby. And, you know, she's not wearing underwear. Her pussy is just... I mean, it's, we're going to have great sex right after the show. And she's always just so beautiful. And, you know, one of the things that couples need to do when they communicate is tell each other how much they appreciate their partner and how beautiful they are and how happy they are to have their best friend being part of their life. So, baby, I love you. Thank you, baby. I love you, too. All right. <laughs> now it's time for our sexy myth-busting game where we're going to get the real truth about communication fantasies and being a dominatrix so dr sandra are you ready i'm ready all right here we go carol you start i'm gonna say myth number one dominatrix has sex with all her clients no that is a myth we do not have sex i do not have sex with my clients all the doms i know do not have sex with my with their clients and i think that uh, bds porn kind of created that myth. Aha, uh-huh. gotcha. All right, the so next myth is... it's not about is, sex. Okay, we get that. Some men have such extreme fantasies that they cannot talk to anybody about it, not their closest friends and definitely not their wives. Is that true or false? I think that could be a little true. I mm-hmm. think that could be, but not about fantasies. Usually they're fetishes. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Can and you explain yeah, the difference just afraid. so we know? They're afraid of being judged. Mm. So, but they do ex- they do share with you. That's why that's one of the services I guess that you provide. Yes. So I authenticate um, sexual expression and oh. um, facilitate. 
So and when they can't talk to their wife about, you know, dressing up in women's clothes, they'll come to me, you know, and expressing their feminine side. They come to me, and I, and I do that, help them do that. And eventually, do they get over it and are able to speak about it afterwards or not always? No, they, they really no. don't. They want to okay. keep the two separate. I got it. Okay. Interesting, interesting. Go. So uh, our next myth is some people are not born to be great communicators. I think that's a myth, and I think that people, everyone can learn how to be a great communicator. Right. I think they just need ha- they need to work at it, you know, and really, and I think the number one key to um, being a great communicator is self esteem and self worth, because then you then you feel that you're worthy enough to express how you what you want, your desires, and how you feel. And you said you had a degree in communication, right? I do have a degree in communication, yes. That's, that's awesome. Okay, here's another myth. Fantasizing about something means you want to do that thing in reality. Oh, I don't. That's a myth. I don't think that all people want to f- fulfill all their fantasies, and that's why they're fantasies, because the reality, as you know, is completely different. <laughs> and it's okay to fantasize about something and not have it come true. Exactly, and that's what fantasizing is all about. You can create anything, a little play, play space in your mind and, um, have a, and have fun with it. It's completely harmless. And the fun part about fantasies is if they actually do come true, well, then you get to come up with another one. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not like I have a fantasy, I'm done, and okay, now what do I do? Exactly, you can keep rolling with it. And that's what happens, right? When we use our creative thoughts and creative mind, that it starts to develop. And we just get more and more creative. And then you talk to your partner and they might, you know, they may have a spin on it. Oh, how about if we try this or try that? And we're we're going to talk about that in our fourth segment, Our Great Sex Matters, about how even if you're shy or, or not comfortable talking about these fantasies with your partner, how do you open that dialogue? And we'll get to that after... Mm -hmm. Um, in our fourth segment. So here's another myth. Fantasizing means you're unhappy with your relationship. Oh, that's a myth. It, that's not true at all. That just means that you have your own little pleasure of fantasy. It doesn't mean that you don't love your partner or you're not turned on by your partner. It's just something private. Sometimes it's just a private fantasy for yourself. And sometimes you don't need to tell your partner everything, right? Sometimes you don't you even want to share some fantasies. Exactly. And we can have some, th- some thoughts separate from our partner. It doesn't hurt them. You're not yes. trying to hurt them. Yeah, and I know sometimes when, when we're having sex, Carol has these fantasies that she uses in her mind to, you know, clear out all the day-to-day crap and business and, mm, and school and kids. And she fantasizes, and, and I know she tells me about it, but she fantasizes, we watched a, a porn once when we were on vacation, about being on the beach and two guys, one fucking her from behind and her sucking the other guy's cock. And those guys aren't in the room with us, but that's what's clearing her mind and allowing us to have a great sexual yeah, experience. Yeah, it starts the juices flowing. It's kind of my go-to yeah. place if I find myself drifting. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and sex, and sex starts in the mind. Right. Oh, you know, right. And, then it, and then the body follows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, here's, here's one you're going to love. Being a dominatrix okay. is being like a psychologist. Well, there could be some truth to that. <laughs> there could be some truth to that because we definitely, um, 
we're definitely listening and guiding clients into a better understanding of themselves. Right, and you and work being, out issues with them. And being really happy about that person, that side of them. And if they have certain issues, you help them get through it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay, here's and one I think you mentioned. And they love to come to see us. They have good. That's always good for business. It is. <laughs> right. So <laughs> this is a myth that a common sexual fantasy for guys is to cross-dress. I don't know about that. I actually see a lot of clients that do um, want to do cross-dressing. So in my practice, it's pretty common. So it is um, Because common. of my age and my image and my branding, I'm like mommy, teacher, boy, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of my clients are cross-dressers, and they love it. They just really love expressing the feminine side. And we all have a masculine and feminine side to us. Mm, and when exactly. they get to really express that, they love it. And I love it, too, because I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm expressing my masculinity in sessions. Okay, and here's another one. Here's another one. Introverts are always shy. No, introverts are not shy. I'm actually part introvert, extrovert, and I think that the intro, introverts are not shy. They're just introverts. And if that makes sense, it's, mm-hmm. not, a, it's yeah. not a shy thing. It's not a shy thing. It's just a preference. It's that they enjoy like being by themselves. Just, they just enjoy being by themselves. And a lot of great creators in the world are introverts. I mean, you can't be a writer if you're not part of you as an introvert. Mm. All right. You're alone. You're alone. If you're a marathon runner, you're an introvert. You're not shy. Because right. You're, okay. You're in your own. You're in your own head. Cool. Okay. So our, our last, time. our last myth before we cut out for a break is going to be a segue into um, our our fourth segment, which is going to be all about communication and you know shy and and how do you open that up? But ninety. Mm-hmm. Uh, the myth is ninety three percent of good communication is nonverbal. It's body language. It's the tone, how you say things. That's true. That go. is definitely true. That we get all of our communication, or 93% of it, through nonverbal communication. It's not what you're saying, it's what you're doing that we're picking up cues. Mm -hmm. So it's not how you say it. Sorry, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And your actions. Right. So if you, you, you know, don't tell me, show me. All right, that's better. Mm, I'm going to show you later, baby. <laughs> okay. We have some new sex toys from Doc Johnson. Oh, that you we're guys are making me blush. <laughs> right. All right. So we're going to hang on for a couple of seconds. Um, that was so much fun. And, you know, we always talk about how important it is to get the truth out. And I think, Cassandra, you helped us uh, get to the bottom of uh, some of those myths out there. So we're going to take a short pause. Coming up next is Great Sex Matters. Sandra, stay right there. Everybody, we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Termino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. Hun, put your headset back on. Uh, I got a little quickie. Carol gave me a nice little blowjob uh, during the break. Um, we got to put everything back. Wow. <laughs> yes, yes. We like being naughty and doing the um, the interesting, exciting things um, wherever we are. Our secrets. I yeah. Well, you know what? We our audience are our friends as well. So, but now it's our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex. I mean, we just I just got a great blowjob, so that was great sex because... Great Sex Matters, and we all deserve yes, it. Yes, we do. Great Sex Matters is sponsored by Doc Johnson, America's pleasure products, who are providing the sex toys for our giveaway. This week's prize is the iVibe Select Play iPlay Vibrator. You play. I play. We all play. <laughs> and a signed book from Dr. Sandra Lamarghese, Switch, Time for a Change. You can get all the details about the iVibe and the book as featured products on our website at carolandavid.com. Go to our radio page and enter the contest. And remember, you can enter our contest even if you're listening on demand. Absolutely. So we've been talking with Dr. Sandra Lamarghese, um, who had this major change in her life about five years ago where she decided to become a dominatrix. But more importantly, her life change has brought her down the path of living her authentic self, her authentic life. And now her passion is to empower others and to help them towards authentic living and better sex. So, Sandra, um, you know, we were talking on the break about um, couples and communication and fantasies. Talk to us a little bit about those couples who are cautious or shy and how can they explore those sexual fantasies to grow their relationship and not fall into that stale, boring, sexless, mundane routine, which probably leads them to divorce. Yeah, and that's what happens, because if you have the same conversation at dinner every single night, sooner or later, you'd stop talking. And that's what happens in our sex life. But instead of giving up on the the sexual journey together, like think long term and just start off with some small compromises. 
For example, if your partner is suggesting a threesome, and we were just talking about that sort of thing with me, um, and you're not willing to go there because of the emotional or physical risks, you might be, you might be able to start that, the journey with some role-playing that another partner is going to be joining you later. And just yeah, make it fine. like this titillating imagination of fantasy in your mind. What would be a good example you know, it, of somebody um, doing a role play with their partner? Well, you like, could you could fantasize that you decided to maybe hire an escort, let's say, uh, to yeah. come over later on, and she's going to come in, and he's, she's going. Your husband is, or your partner is going to watch the two of you um, fucking. Right. And that maybe she's so, wearing a certain yeah. type of outfit that you would normally not wear yourself. Yeah, like just a fantasy. Like you're just going to go off onto this great fantasy and um, and you're going to prepare the room as if she's coming. Oh. Maybe yeah. you're, you know, you're going to start lighting candles and picking out your outfit that you're going to wear, what you think she'll like, or, you know, just like get into this whole role play together and you're just playing. It's adult playing. And it's right. a safe so much, place. And it's so much fun. And it's easier yeah. than real life because you're actually getting into <laughs> a little bit of a character, you know? All right. right. Um, and we talk, and, and we, and we talk sometimes about women in high heels, and I love heels and boots, and the higher the better. And some women who, you know, they, they feel they can't walk in them or something. And I and Carol and I say, well, you know what? Just put them on in bed because heels look amazing always behind the woman's shoulders. <laughs> exactly. They sure do, honestly. And that's so no doesn't mean never. And it doesn't mean, you, you know, you can't. Just say no. That's the, that's the, you know, the dead the dead zone. Right. That shuts everything down. That shuts everything down. I remember walking to a sex shop one day. I was picking up some toys, and um, I heard a couple talking. And he picked up a whip or something, and he said, "Oh, honey, how about this?" And she's like, "Oh, no!" And she just put her nose up and just stormed away. And he really, like, his, you could see him, you know, his head went down, his shoulders mm-hmm. hunched, you know. Like, he was, like, he's never going to bring something up to her again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Because and, it, you know, well, we... She just we, shut him down. Right. And, you know, we... Opening up those lines of communication sometimes are really hard. And Carol and I um, always talk to people or, or coach people on, you know, if you see something on social media or you see something in the paper, it's so easy to say, hun, babe, look what I just saw. And what do you think of and that? And what do you think about this? And all of a sudden that starts the dialogue because it's not saying I want to do this. It's like, look what I just read. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's the whole key. You have to open up the dialogue. You have to start um, having fun together like the two of you do. I mean, blowjobs on do. a break. I mean, it doesn't get any better <laughs> than that. I mean, honestly. And you can't, and you're laughing and you're having fun and you're sharing it. And that's another really um, good tip is to not take it too seriously. Yeah. You know, and and try and let go of all that shame and guilt about owning your sexuality and having your own desires and wanting to fulfill your partner's desires. Yeah. The first time my boyfriend called me a slut, I was like, I think that's what I need to be called. I think I I need to (laughs) hear that a lot. (laughs) You know, but that was something that I wouldn't have tolerated years ago. But I'm like, you know what? I need to be called a little slut and I need to be called that often. 
Well, that's a term of term of endearment for you. Yeah, and it was like, oh wow, yeah. Are you kidding me? This is great. (laughs) So I think you have to not, you know, not take it too serious, take yourself too seriously, and laughing together over suggestions and have some fun. Start having some fun together. And you have a great um, video up on YouTube that talks about, you know, in two minutes, and we, we will have it up on our website tomorrow, the three things you need to do to have great communication skills. Yeah. It's a great um, video. I, yeah. Could you tell me what those are? Because I have yes. watched that. <laughs> so it starts with own your feelings. <laughs> own your feelings. Oh, Blame right, someone yeah. else for your feelings. Yes, you have to own your feelings and not allow someone else to, to own those, those feelings for you. And not to, be, not to have the feelings of your partner either, if that makes sense. Yeah, have yeah. your own like feelings. People, and then there, was, and then your, there was show empathy. Have your own feelings. Yeah, empathy is really big. I mean, honestly, I actually wrote that down for the show um, because you really need to um, how you understand your partner's perspective right, and their frame of reference. So you really have to really look at things from their point of view. You know, it's the old saying, you know, walk in the other person's shoes. Yeah. Right. And, and then be, there's what? The last one. The is, last one, which we spoke about earlier. Is to stay positive and keep the conversation going in a positive manner, not in a negative way. Yes, you have to stay. Po- you have to stay positive, and you can't criticize your partner. And I think I used the example of you know instead of telling him he looks ridiculous in a bathing suit, <laughs> yeah, or what he's yeah. wearing, try and tell him how hot he looks in the one that you really like. And believe me, he will wear that every day. Yeah, exactly. You said, and like get rewarded for saying the nice compliment at the same time. Yeah, and you'll get rewarded because he's going to just love you. I mean, we all want to be, you know, we all want our partners to to be attracted to us and desire us. You know, making fun of me in a certain outfit is not going to get my attention. Exactly. It's going to break down the, the communication. But right. why don't you tell me what, which outfit you do like me and like you said to um, about the high heels. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's just... Yeah, I, I'm wearing those high heels every night now, right? <laughs> or, yeah. or, or I had a, or I had a, um, I had a girlfriend who wanted to talk to her husband because um, he said she said that he smells funny, mm-hmm. um, and um, but he wears a cologne that she really loves. And I said, well, then you're going to have to, cool. stop, you know, so, you're not going to tell him that he smells funny. You're going to tell him that how much you love that cologne. All right. Yeah, all right. And you buy him a um, bottle. We can, keep, we can keep going for an hour here, but we are done with our hour. And, you know, Sandra, you are absolutely amazing. We're going to invite you to come back on one of our future shows. Um, our discussion oh. was so great and insightful. And, uh, again, you know, we're going to thank you for joining us. Um, how about if you take a minute to let everybody know how to reach out to you on your websites and on social media? Oh, that's great. Thank you. Um, yeah, you can find me. Everything is um, dot com or my Twitter, Sandra Lamargazi, my Instagram, my YouTube, um, everything. Just Google me and you'll find it. My Huffington Post blog. I'm writing for Thrive Global, which is Ariana Huffington's new um, platform, health and wellness platform. And I do put sexuality stuff up there. They Yay. love it. They, they're, love they're it. really doing great. So just 
just Google me. You'll find all my stuff. Thank you so much. So I guess it's clear that if you want to make a change in your relationship or transform your sex life, a positive attitude, great communication can make all the difference. And remember, it's never too late to start again. Well, that's our show for today. A big thank you to our super special guests, Dr. Sandra Lamorghese, and especially to you for listening. Remember to visit our website at carolandavid.com and enter the contest and get more information on Doc Johnson's sex toys and Dr. Sandra's book, Switch, Time for a Change. Send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle when we get into discussing how important it is to make time every day to work on your relationship and spice up your sex life with Dr. Megan Fleming from New York sex and relationship expert. We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 